strategist cowboy. I believe in learning a language in a way that you pronounce the words as accurately as possible. Whatever language it is, I only know English and of course Swedish and some little German. Uh, not much, but uh, if you want to be understood, it's important. And I want to be understood. I don't. I, I know what it's like when people speak English or Swedish with a bad pronunciation on the words, and I, I, I can't understand half of what some people say, both in English and in Swedish. So I try to pronounce the words as correctly as I possibly can. Uh, anyway, this week's first and only contestant. Is a Maybach lager beer from the German brewery Zollerhof. Brauerei Zollerhof. I set it up against itself. A Maybach beer is a lager type with a high ABV level. But like all lagers, it is cold fermented, albeit for a longer time than most lagers. The beer's name is Zollerhof Maybach. Let's get ready to rumble! Our first contestant this week is thus the Zollerhof Maybach from Brauerei Zollerhof in the town of Sigmaringen in southern Baden-Württemberg in Bavaria, Germany. All their beers are brewed according to the Bavarian purity laws of 1516. The ingredients in the Zollerhof Maybach are water, barley malt, hops, and yeast. Standard uh, German Reinheitsgebot ingredients. A Maybach is supposed to be a very hoppy beer. But there is no information about the beer's IBU level to be found anywhere I have looked. The brewery uses only local malt and hops, and the yeast is produced within the brewery. The brewery website is in the German language only. The expiration date on this particular beer is early March 2024. Today it is early November 2023. This beer is proposed to taste its best when it is springtime. So it should have been opened in March 2024, I guess. But March 2024 is also the expiration date on this particular beer. I purchased this beer in June 2023. This beer is a high consumption product at Sustainbloget and thus it should not sit long on the shelf. How is the brewer thinking? The Zollerhof Maybach beer assortment comes in a size 50 centiliters, i.e. a 17 liquid ounces bottle. The three-folded bottle label is mostly green in color with a banner saying 
Zollerhof in red text on the front. The bottle depicts a buck showing off his very large buck horns on the front label. Zollerhof costs 31 kronor at Systembolaget. That is about 2 US dollars and 77 cents. That is 65 cents per every 4 ounces of beer. The preferred serving temperature on this beer assortment is, according to Systembolaget, 8 to 10 degrees Celsius, i.e. about <coughs> excuse me, i.e. about 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The brewery says nothing about preferred serving temperatures. Zollerhof Maybach has got a 6.5% ABV level. 6.5%. How about the experience then? Okay, I'm back here now. I have opened the beer. I like the aroma, lager aroma. And it's got a tall head. About a three fingers tall head. And the color is yellow and clear. The fir my first impression, it's a good beer, but uh, it's usually my first impression. But when you get into it, you may change your mind. It's a little bread-like, yeah, it is. Almost a little bit like it was, no, it's not yeastiness. It's, uh, well, it tastes a little bit yeasty, but it's a lager beer, so uh, I don't know. It's malty. Uh, taste on my palate. Uh, that's the yeast in it, on it. I taste that on my palate. And it's uh, sweet or dry, let's see. Not very sweet, but not that dry either. Bitterness or hoppiness? It should be hoppy. It is. It's quite a kind of bitter, but it's not candy-like, or is it? No. No, it's not. It's a bit, is it fruity? Perhaps, uh, but what fruit? Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. But it's it could be described as a little bit fruity. Yeah, it's not spicy. It's not, uh, the undertone is, 
bitter hoppy it is. Combination level, I don't know yet. There's a tractor passing by. It's uh, the janitor. Anyway, uh, I, I think it's a pretty high carbonation level. I, I think. It's not creamy. It's not acidic. And um, is there an aberration in it? Perhaps. I mean, it's like um, the hoppiness tastes a little bit funny. I don't know why, if it's the, the type of hop in it that makes it almost like an aberration. There is some aberration in it, I think, but maybe they just stuff the beer with the wrong or too much hop. I don't know. I just think it's there's an aberration in it. It's not dark roasted. It's light roasted. Is it filtered or unfiltered? I don't I don't think it's filtered but it must be I I don't know but I don't um, I sense uh, some yeastiness in it and I, th I sense uh, it's um, yeah it's kind of rich actually but uh, if that's what I sense I don't know but uh, I'd say that it's unfiltered uh, is it well balanced or not? I don't think so. Uh, let's see if there are any other uh, ingredients in it, perhaps, or not ingredients, but tastes, flavors, like word flavor, no. Let's see here. Pineapple, no. Pine needle, no. Apricot, no. Light bread, yeah. Banana, no. Straw, no. Syrup. Well, that could explain it, but it's a German Reinheitsgebot beer, so there can't be any syrup in it shouldn't be so I leave it no honey no licorice no clove no fudge no chocolate no coffee no raspberry no blueberry no mango no well maybe some tangerine taste no raisin and uh, Well, I, I don't want to say vanilla. They don't have vanilla in it, so why should I say vanilla? But but it's not sure they have tangerine in it either. So, I mean, it's a German, Bavarian Reinheitsgebot even. What about grading then? How many devils do I grade this beer? 
I'll grade this beer. Six or seven devils out of ten possible. Well, what is it? Since it's a, uh, a bock beer, a bock beer, so I graded seven devils out of ten possible. Uh, they have a distinct taste, most bock beers. So I shouldn't grade it six devils. It wouldn't be fair, but seven devils is what I graded. Okay. Absolutely don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underage or pregnant. Guerrilla tactics in Gaza. Israel on Friday, October 27, 2023 first softened up Hamas by artillery bombardment of the northern Gaza Strip. Then they followed up with airstrikes against key targets, probably. How deep the airstrikes are is unknown to me, but I think you could get some clues for what kind of tactics on the ground Israel is going to use by knowing the depth of the operational airstrikes. I understand that Israel will use guerrilla tactics in which Israel actually is superior to Hamas thanks to new technology like equipment you can use for quote seeing people through solid walls. I would assume that Israel doesn't let themselves be lured into a fight in Hamas's tunnels. Hamas's tunnels are more extensive than the London underground subway quote World Israel News, Yehie Sinwar, Hamas political leader, claimed in 2021 that the terrorist group had 500 kilometers, 310 miles of tunnels. The Gaza Strip itself is only some 360 square kilometers, 140 square miles, roughly twice the size of Washington DC. End quote win. What Israel needs to do as soon as they can is to find as many entrances and exits to the underground tunnel system as possible and seal them off and mine the entrances at multiple places. Hamas's forces in the tunnel system need water and eventually food and ammunition. Hamas's underground forces need oxygen to breathe too which, if the sources of the oxygen intakes are found, can be sealed off. Hamas's oxygen supplier engines have exhaust pipes, which can be sealed off, and the exhaust gases leave a trace of, a, of smoke, and it can be detected by any soldier's sense of smell. They also probably need to dispose of human excrement, garbage, and dead bodies. IDF probably won't be able to find every entrance and exit into the tunnel system. But when those entrances and exits, which Hamas can still use, gets more clogged with supplies and waste, it will be possible for the Israelis to spot them by 
imaging satellites. I think this is, or should be, the IDF's main plan, since they are making efforts to build temporary fortifications to seal off the parts of Gaza that they have already occupied. It is also in line with what Netanyahu officially has stated, that Gaza, after the war, will become smaller, and Hamas will of course be destroyed. But Netanyahu, new babies are born every day in Gaza. Hamas will perhaps, in the best of possible worlds, be destroyed for a generation to come. But after that, they will be back. Israeli occupation, or semi-occupation of Gaza, has been pretty unsuccessful in the past, and I therefore conclude that they won't occupy Gaza for long, but will forcefully push Israel's border into Gaza's territory. I don't think that Israel will allow settlers there. They will only use it as a military zone and a buffer to Gaza. Possibly the Israelis will mine the area, fence it in and make it a no-go zone. If so, this will take some time since it is an urban landscape today. Correction, a shelled urban landscape. And as for the Israeli hostages that Hamas members are holding, they may be killed by the Israelis sealing off exhaust pipes and in the sealing of fresh air intakes. But they may also emerge from the tunnels together with their captors, and it may become easier to free them from Hamas's claws when operating in daylight. Some Israeli hostages may be able to escape from Hamas up in the contested open space, especially if there is a battle where Hamas must keep all eyes open in above ground. Find the vents, seal them, and wait them out, I say. Of course, it will still be necessary to simultaneously do some probing into Hamas's tunnel systems and headquarters near hospitals, mosques, and schools. Of course, we can be certain that Hamas's command and control centers will be located thereunder. But beware of ambushes, especially there. The Israelis have all the time in the world to systematically search for vents, entries and exits, and plan for it. The Israelis can also pump in carbon monoxide in their command and control centers, and thereby force Hamas's prominent members to exit through the tunnels, if the Israelis manage to enter and hold the escape paths, and if there is no way that Hamas's ventilation system can supply enough oxygen for them. And use oxygen masks while simultaneously entering the weasel holes. This way, the Israelis can turn the table against Hamas in the tunnels and gain the upper hand, despite it being Hamas's tunnels. Be sure to deploy snipers where you expect Hamas to exit the tunnels, possibly behind their Israeli hostages. When the incursion has come to that stage, let IDF enter the hospitals at night, finding and closing all exits they can find from the tunnels in the hospitals in Gaza, and mining them at multiple places. Watch out for pre-placed mines and Hamas soldiers attacking from the rear. Guard the doorways and elevators. Flush out the terrorists left inside the hospital. What are the options? Well, they are grim-looking fighting in the underworld. Many Israelis killed for every yard taken in the tunnels, including Hamas's held Israeli hostages. Even more will die when the IDF needs to retrieve wounded IDF soldiers in the tunnels. Deeply emotionally scarred Israeli veterans, 
Hamas declaring victory. And all of this will take an equal long time as waiting them out. But what do I know? I'm just a bozo. The sources for this were Etzer Ekut and World Israel News, WIN, and United with Israel, UWI. My name is Roger Klang. Thank you and see you later, alligator, at a wild crocodile. Thank you.